If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. Number one is free. Two, the creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Mandatory call to action. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, what's up, everybody? I want to thank you for tuning in to King Radio with King and Friends. This is your host, your boy, King, a.k.a. KJ, a.k.a. I love the hell out of y'all. Today, I got my bro, Richie Lotto. We just having an open conversation about if women really love trans men. And can you be... uh? 100% lesbian and love a trans person for who they are. We talking about from female to male for those who are not familiar with the term. Look it up, Google it, respect to get it in your hearts. But, okay, so I'm about to turn the mic back over to Richie Lotto. Okay, Richie Lotto, you were saying if a person is a true lesbian, they're not going to want to date a trans person or who identify as a trans man. Is that true? Can you explain what you mean? And you are able to speak freely, whether it's profanity or whatever. We get it raw and uncut. I feel like a woman who truly craves another woman. With titties, with ass, with all of that shit that's on a woman, you wouldn't necessarily want a trans man. That's what I'm saying. Now you can you can accept that. You got some women who would just accept you for what you do, but that's most of the time you get them and you prep them for that. But I mean, like, if I was a film and mm-hmm. I was really into, you know, like. Because, you know, some people say that women who are attracted to studs are not realistic. That's mm. what they say. They be like, well, Can you identify who they are? Like, can you give the people uh, uh example for those who don't know about our lingo or our what a stud is? Can you break that down for people who don't understand the LGBT community talk? Well, stud is just a masculine woman who dresses like a dude. Some act like a dude. But they know that they still women at the end of the day. Right. Okay. Now, with that being said, okay, you was about to explain why some people say it's not good for a feminine lipstick lesbian not to want to date a stud or an AG as we say in New mostly York. Mostly dudes say that. Okay. Mostly dudes say, Oh, why would you date 
somebody that look like a man but it's not a man you might as well date a man it's the emotional connection mm-hmm. you had under them clothes you right. know what I'm saying when the clothes come off it's titties under there it's a pussy under there it's ass look sometimes under there but like it's all of the shit it's, it's the emotional connection behind it, I would think. Okay. I don't really think it has nothing to do with just, you know, because you, I guess you kind of said they're tomboyish in a way. A okay. That's true. Okay. So, let's recap over some things that we discussed prior before we got on um, King and Friends. Okay. King Radio. So, listen. So, everyone that's out there, out in Radio Land, this is what I want to say. You got people that, okay, let's let's lay this down before we continue the conversation, okay, Lotto? So, sorry for the background noise. Lotto is um, on the other side of the country, and um, Lotto is outside right now, so... Let's just continue with this. So, okay, so let's break it down. Okay, we're going to identify what's a femme, what's an AG, what's a stud, what's a trans person, or uh, or male to female. Let's lay that down. For- or we should just go and with ourselves and what we identify as and, and then go into the conversation about what we're talking about. Okay, all right, so... You want to go first? I'm going to let you have the floor first. Alright, so... Before I knew I wanted to transition, I was just labeling myself a stud. Right. I always felt like me and my trans sister, who's trans now, should have traded places. I always felt like I should have been born a boy, she should have been born a girl, and that's always been my thought process. I never thought about being trans because I never even knew what that was. Mm -hmm. I just knew I always wanted to, if we was playing house, I just wanted to be the boy. Or if we was, you know, like had toys, I wanted boy toys. I didn't want Barbie dolls. I didn't, I didn't want to wear dresses. I didn't want to do anything girly at all. Exactly. Okay. Uh, So it wasn't until I got older and I started to realize what, um, trans people was mm-hmm. and I was like you became better educated on the topic of yeah, this I lifestyle about it, you mm-hmm. know you was transitioning at the time and it was like more people were starting to come out it's actually it's, it's crazy how many trans people it is right now mm-hmm. it really is crazy how many trans people it is right now so I didn't know what it was but now I identify as trans Okay. Okay, trans so, what? Cause you got trans men. Okay, so so basically FTM. So females, yeah. Yeah, FTM. Okay, so let me go back a little bit. Okay, y'all. So a lot of y'all may be like, okay, this guy. Who is KJ? Who is King? Yes, King is my real name. All right. So a little backstory about me. So from the age of Six, I would say I knew I like girls from the beginning. And yes, I did say six. Even though I was still wearing dresses and all that stuff, that don't mean that I was comfortable, blah, blah, blah. But I am going to say this. 
in our household, I wasn't forced to do things, and we were pretty liberal, you know what I mean? I still had a strict upbringing, but not to the point to where they didn't respect who I was. I grew up in an all-woman's um, house, no male, you feel me? My pops, but he wasn't in the house, but anywho. So, I say from like the age of eight, I really started tapping in. Like, I knew at six, but I started tapping in at eight. And then when they was like, like hitting, hitting, I have to say like sixth grade, middle school, I started dressing comfortably, you know, as a tomboy, sports, I played everything. So, it just kind of went from there. And then as I got older more around my peers and other people like me i was like all right identifying as a stud ag as we say in new york over here um which is basically uh, um ag is basically the same as a stud we don't really say studs here but I, i lived everywhere so i'm adapted well to the lingo and then so I the thing that I knew about trans people, we used to call them trannies or you know Jerry Springer in my time frame or uh, Maury. So um, I knew of knowledge, but not in depth to where I know now. People think it's a fad. This is not a fad. This is a lifestyle. People lose and have lost their life, you know, to this type of a thing, and so. Um, now I've been transitioning like for four years. I stopped for a year due to, um, I ain't gonna say medical stuff. I just started breaking out real bad from the, um, for, for stuff that I was, uh, taking and putting on my face. But I'm back on it again. So yeah, I also identify as a trans man. I do wish I was born a guy, but hey, it is what it is. I'm comfortable. And um, I want to put this out there. Just because I'm trans, I am a believer in God too. So that don't let that get twisted up in there. But we're not going to throw that in here. We don't throw politics in here. We don't throw religion in here. But I'm going to just say that for the record. So I, I am FTM. Um, when you see me, I'm a brolic type of fella, you know. Um, depending on who I'm dealing with, I'll be like, uh, sometimes it'll be like last for a moment until they could better understand. So I don't flip flop. It is just trans, but a lot of people don't know what it is. Like I said, but other than that, yeah, when you approach me, you would just say King KJ, how you doing? It's never, I don't go by the dead name. Some family called me it. But they're the older people, you feel me? So, yeah. So, if you guys, I just want to say this. If you guys have any questions about it, please feel free to email me on my um, email that I'll put below when I put when I upload this. Well, I think we should go into our experiences. Okay. Okay. So, um, like, what you mean? What you mean? Like, okay, I'll go. Like, okay. when I first started taking tea, for me, I also got off tea, too, for a little minute. When I started taking tea, um, I don't think that I was in the right mental oh, place. okay. Yes, okay. Uh, I feel like at that, because it, it's kind of like whatever you feel in tea, hype that up to 10. So, 
it's kind of like when you drink alcohol then when you smoking weed whatever well i'm not really gonna say smoking weed because i don't know but when you drink alcohol whatever you feeling before you do drink alcohol is just gonna hide it whatever exactly. you feel so mm-hmm. for me that's what he did for me and i feel like mentally it was uh mentally i just wasn't in the right place i started thinking stuff and we still do this day. Let me um, but I feel like- let me clarify this. Let me interrupt you here. So what 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 um what Lotto was saying is this. Just like you have different individuals, let me tell you, T is basically basically testosterone. Um it's it, it's what we call blockers. Uh it won't let it won't allow you to um have menstruals like if you've been taking the shots for a long time it will it will block your estrogen basically it's the opposite for girls that are um male to female it'll give them estrogen make them grow boobs so this is what he is saying like when your your mental can be like you could be uh bipolar you could be schizophrenic sometimes you hallucinate sometimes if you think suicidal thoughts, it will heighten it. That's why it's very important for you to see a psychiatrist. That's why it's very important for you to um, go through counseling six months to a year. But nowadays, they have taken that requirement out. And it also depends on what state or cities you are in. Because sometimes you may not get it where you're from. Sometimes you might. Some people come from New Jersey to New York over here where I live. You know, um, so it's very important to get educated. And for those who don't know and who do have questions, I do encourage you to also join Facebook um, groups and ask them questions, you know. Or like I said, you can ask me. Even Lotto, Lotto asks me things. But let me give him back the floor because I don't want to take up his time either. Go ahead, Lotto. So... I, I just think that that's what it was. Like, mentally, I wasn't aware of how much I was about to change. And I, I, I don't think that I was prepared for that. So the first thing I started noting was probably my voice. I think my voice was the first change that I noticed. Yeah, that dropped right it got away. really, really, really deep. And even though that wasn't too much of a problem for me, it, it was kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, my face structure changed. It was more of a like a hardened type of thing. It was like you know, like a male structured face. Like yo, um, your jawline became more squared yep. like that instead of round and soft. Yeah, I didn't too much. You know, when you go from being a certain way a lot of years before I started started testosterone, it would probably freak you out to see how much change. Because I wasn't, I really, you know, when some people take testosterone, when some people, when they think about it, they mostly think about the most common thing everybody wants is facial hair. So that's what right. they think. They don't think about you're going to get hair everywhere and not just your face. And you're going to, your clitoris is going to get enlarged and your voice is going to get deeper and your mental is going to get. Awesome. I, I mean, it's like, yeah, and you're. Your anger is gonna be worse. It, it it doesn't 
that that's what I experienced the whole time. So I got the full effect of it six months into it. Uh, and when I started to know notice facial hair, I think at that point when I started to realize how serious or how deep it was getting and how much I was getting into it, I noticed my attitude would change. Um, really, it, it gets to the point where you become de- dependent on it. Mm-hmm. Like, I would get really angry and upset prior to me taking my shot, and after I take my shot, I'd be okay. It's so like you were the hawk. Like you was- yeah, it was like my body craved <laughs> at one point. Yeah. So, um, I just stopped taking it for a minute just so I could mentally prepare myself to go full, fully through. I would have been a year in now if I did. No, you would have been going on two and a half. Cause you was yeah, well, yeah from that first shot, but oh know, yeah, like, cause that was August uh, twenty seventeen. Yeah. So I would have been, you know, yeah. pretty much fully into the transition. It's just, you know, I just like bro said, I do encourage you to be mentally prepared for what you're about to go through because it's not just. I don't know why it's so much of a trend now. I guess because everybody doing it. I don't know why. I, I don't even know if these people is doing it for the right reasons or what. If they even, you know. But you got. But we do got to talk about the people who are trans who don't take testosterone at all. Oh, I have a very good friend, and a lot of you can look him up. Um, his name is Ryan. He is also from New York uh, City, but he lives in LA. My friend Ryan identify as um, FTM, female to male, who is non-binary. Non-binary is another thing. That's just a person who don't like to be categorized in a gender, male or female. They may one day want to wear nail polish. One day they might want to have titties and grow hair on their chest and still be content with who they are. You just have to educate yourself and be open-minded to who and what these people are doing. They're still people. They just don't like to be categorized in a box, basically. Right. Mm-hmm. For sure. Okay. I, you know, Go ahead. Like, for me, I think that um, it's definitely something that I think I can handle now better. Because mm-hmm. I was going through some stuff a couple years ago. So I feel like now that all of that's cleared out, I'm open. I'm very. I'm thinking about going back to taking tea for sure. That's something mm-hmm. I'm thinking about. Um, and preparing myself for. But this time I want to go. Full on, like I was about to say, did you want to experience? I mean, experience. Did you want to share what you did with the first process when I was like go through with the other one that I did? And uh, you want to you want to tell the experience that you actually did and why you ch- are changing your mind? You know what I'm talking about? What you mean? The surgery that you got. Oh yeah. So. Uh, my insurance wouldn't cover the, uh, what's it called, bro? The, um, mystisectomy, basically. Yeah, That's basically when you get the breast removed. It's basically but like... But it did you got, cover yeah. a breast reduction, so I ended up getting that. Right. And, um, you know, like, titties never been my thing. It never was <laughs> something that I was interested in. Like, even though other 
even on females that I date, I, I'm not a titty person. I don't mm-hmm. really care for titties on anybody. We so, like that. Ass, 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 ass. <laughs> so, like, you know, I always, I, I know I can do without them. I, don't, mm-hmm. I won't miss them. I won't, none of that. Um, I, I mean, I thought, well, I got comfortable with them. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think everybody goes through that period where they just be comfortable, especially if you can't, if, you know, I didn't know nothing about getting titties cut off. Like, I didn't know nothing about none of that. Mm-hmm. So, I did get a reduction, uh, but I do plan on getting them completely cut off. Okay, so let's say this. For those who don't know the proper word, and that has been looking to know, the word is called dysphoria. That's basically, in the, in your mind, your mental is like a male. But yeah. your body is a, a female because of the chromosomes, etc. We're not going to get into science. So, what he is saying is like whether he had them or not, he still would have been content. That's right. the same with me. I can say I identify, but I'll tell y'all my story after he finishes. Go ahead, bro. So, I do plan on doing that. I just feel like if I would have just stuck with it the first time I'll probably be where I want to be at this point in my life but overall you know I'm happy I stopped and got myself together because I don't think that me jumping into it the way that I did although I still I always you know had the right reasons for it right it wasn't it wasn't you know, healthy we wouldn't recommend yeah, it yeah I, I didn't want to jump on the train I knew why I wanted to do it and I had the right reason to why it was just mentally I wasn't prepared to do that. So I definitely feel like now I am. Right. So I'm gonna go through with the whole full transition and that's that's my point. Now this okay, before I Oh I'm sorry bro, were you finished? Yeah. Okay, before I get into mine, I wanna um take a brief moment to say this, ladies and gentlemen. Please listen to me and please listen to me attentively. Okay. This is for the Christians, Catholics, and re- religious people. Okay. I'm very much a believer. Bro would tell you, I grew up in the church, all that. But that's neither here nor there. To the parents that don't understand this or that will try to put your child out or beat your child. You guys have to understand, I used to work with people at the Boys and Girls Club and um, LGBT Center as an advocate. I know children that's eight and nine years old that committed suicide from this because the parent wouldn't listen because they identify as bisexual. They identify as trans and the parents say, oh, it's just the phase. No, you have to listen to your child. And if you love them unconditionally, you better be receptive to them. Would you rather listen to them and not think it's a phase? Or would you rather lose your child indefinitely to suicide? This is serious, ladies and gentlemen. And to the men out there, I want to talk to you specifically. Don't be like, oh, my son is a punk because he's want to wear lipstick or fingernail polish. No, 
your son is trying to express himself. And just because they wear makeup or fingernail polish don't make them gay. They could be metrosexual. They just could be a person that like to get their nails done and be more pristine and not afraid to identify as such. Right, Rolado? Yeah. And on top of that, um, I want to say this because I used to pick and make fun because this, this is raw and uncut. That's why I call it King Radio. It's called King um, Radio. So it's King and Friends. But anyway, this is what I'm telling you guys. I don't have kids, personally. I have a lot of nieces and nephews. And, you know, none of them identify as such as I see yet, except for me. Even till this day, and I am way well over 30. I'm 38. I'm not afraid to say um, they still try to call me my name, or they'll be on some stuff like, what do you got down there? It's none of your business. You're not my mate. It don't matter. As long as the person I'm dating is comfortable and know that's between her and I, okay? I just wanted to tap in on that because... It, it's a harsh, cruel world out there. And some people are afraid to tell you guys because you are judgmental and you're the parent. It's just that you're afraid because you didn't educate yourself yet. That's why I'm saying if you ever have questions, I'll have a number established for you guys soon to where you could call in and be able to talk, you know, um, with us. Whether it's with Lotto, whether it's with me, because Lotto, Lotto can tell you firsthand even better than me. Because my sibling, she, she, she is heterosexual, you know. But Lotto can tell you just like her sister. She is um, MTF. Um, maybe one day we'll get her on here with us, you know, when everything is permitted. I just, I just feel like with. I think that we need to bring awareness. Awareness, yeah. To yeah. What's going on and to the people who actually transitioning for the right reason? Because it's a lot of fraud people out there just doing it because it's a trend. Then again, I don't know because I don't know these. Yeah, you're right. Oh yeah, I've encountered them. Now, why I don't? I just feel like if you like me and you share to them, mm-hmm. we have always felt like we was born in the wrong body. Word. Always. always. When you. Now you could just say, "Oh, maybe he's just a tomboy." No, I knew from the beginning. To have, I did. Yeah. I did. I did. Yeah. I always wanted to see what it. You know what I mean? Like normal. I'm, I'm not even gonna say normal, but when you grow up in a household, just like you said, I grew up in a Christian household. Mm-hmm. My grandma, I grew up with my grandma. She Christian. When mm-hmm. you grow up like that. It's not like I've seen a lot of gay shit in my life. I didn't. I, uh-huh. I didn't see any trans people at all. I barely seen a stud until I got in my teenage years. Right. So, 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 oh my God, you are touching on so many gems and jewels right now. Okay, we're going to go four more minutes and we're going to stop this segment and we're going to pick back up Lotto so let me just say this real brief and I want you to pick back up on that because I want to elaborate on that specifically okay let me just intervene right here so we got three more minutes on this so 
Ladies and gentlemen, this is uh, King again, KJ, whatever you want to call me. So listen, this is what I want to say. If you would like to sponsor on our radio show, have your music played, email me at the email below in the description. We will have visual, but right now, because of the pandemic, we're doing it like this. And I will have um, links set up, like the Patreon and the Cash app, because we need your help. We need you all um, to where we can set up the website so we can get the um, graphic designers to make us what we need to so we can have... You know, 800 numbers. You guys can feel free to call in or suicide lines. I'm not even afraid to even pray for some of you guys. I'm telling you, we are raw and uncut. If you don't like that upfront stuff, this is not the podcast for you. I want to thank you all for listening and tuning in. Stay around for episode number two. We're going to be tuning right back in. We're going to let Lotto pick up where he left off at. And, um, again, feel free to reach out to us. We want to hear from you. Me and Lotto both will be able to tap in on that. I will have my blog up soon. So, yeah, we got a lot of things for you guys coming soon. Check out our music. Some of our music will even be um, played. Uh, We'll have links to Lotto's music also. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, again, if you guys want to have your um, commercials advertised with us, email me or call in for the prices. We will establish something with you. Our budget, we do work with the customers. We will be gladly, gladly to hear from you and show love. Shoot some... Um, tips and donations to the cash app we don't put no price whatever god put on your heart you want to add anything um we got like 45 seconds um lotto not just support just support the movement exactly exactly we trying to get this all over y'all could hear us tuned in on all platforms make sure y'all share this all on your social media twitter um what else is it? Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat. Tell a friend to tell a friend. That's all we ask y'all to do is to share. I'll also be establishing the um the Facebook friend like page. We just look forward to hearing from y'all. Thank you for tuning in at King Radio. We appreciate it.